If you're interested in learning how I launched Zim Excellence, then you're in luck. Sign up for my podcast workshop and learn how it's easier and more affordable than ever to start a podcast. Also, grab yourself a copy of my podcast resource guide, which covers industry terminology, suggested tech setup, in addition to countless free online resources to support your podcast journey. Just head to wongai.com forward slash podcast creation. That's wongai.com forward slash podcast creation. The link will also be down in the show notes. Now, let's start the show. Welcome back. I don't know about you, but I'm ready for part two. Let's let's break some generational traumas <laughs> and, and, yes, and start some new generational habits and that hopefully will lead us to generational wealth. So two things, but the first thing is, so with African astronauts, mm-hmm. your project, um, when can we expect that? And is there anything specific that you want the listeners to know about that? Yeah. So African astronauts, it's kind of like a three-way project. I've started mm-hmm. for three reasons. One we've talked about, it's about trying to get everybody on the same page and uniting us as an as a nation and as a, an African continent and as an identity. The other thing is to help educate the world about who we are because that's the yes. other issue. It's like, yes. why do we keep getting told what Africa is by people who've never been to Africa. This is a bit weird. <laughs> oh my gosh, Ryan, you're making me think about all the people writing stories in Hollywood about Africa and there are like maybe like one or two African writers in the room and it's infuriating because then I'm like reading an audition with with someone and I'm just like, "Oh, cool. This is this is based on this figure from South Africa. Awesome." And I'm reading it in like I guess a a southern African accent and I'm like this doesn't flow with our accent. This this right. this is not how we speak. Right. We don't say these things. And I'm like, mom, am I am I bugging? And I'm like showing the script to my mom, and she's like, not. This is not how we talk. There you go. Right. Great example. And so there's that reason. And then the third reason is to give people, like you said at the beginning, a platform to tell those stories, but also to raise the self esteem of Africa. Yes. You know, because as like we're kind of talking about it's the same thing. It's like so African astronauts, that's what it's all about at the moment. What it is, I've got like a couple of intro videos that just kind of says, Hey, Africa, just facts, continent with this many countries and this many languages and Zimbabwe and all that kind of stuff. So and then I've got a few people saying, Hey, I'm African and my name is so and so. Now what's can be kind of controversial is that when you watch this video, the people I've got on there who are saying, Hi, I'm African and my name is George or my name is Simba or my name is whatever. They are from all sorts of ethnic backgrounds. So I've already had pushback. I remember this American guy I met on the island. He was like, bro, he, he paused the video. He was like, bro, bro, pause the video. Bro, bro, bro. That white person ain't African, bro. And I was like, that white person's six generations African. So where are they from? Literally. Like, Literally. like where, where are they from? So my message is like, Africa should not just be one, as I said, you know, monotone idea. So 
there's that video. It's up there. What I would recommend for now, because I'm moving the website. The website is africanastronauts.com. If you see it, depending on when this goes live, it may be live by then. But if it isn't, the Instagram account is there. So you can follow that in the meantime. And there's the intro video I'm talking about. It's on there. And um, I would absolutely invite you to follow that because we're going to be inviting all sorts of cool stories. And we just want to vibe. And actually, in September, we're going to start recording our podcast, talking to people and talking to them about how it was growing up in Zimbabwe. Because again, I think that's in itself is an interesting um, story, like taking someone and their pocket, whichever years they grew up in Zimbabwe and saying, what was it like? And just getting to paint the story through people's own personal stories. So, well, for me growing up in Zimbabwe, as I said, I grew up in the 80s and 90s, but even my brother or my my, my classmates would tell you different stories about that same time. Oh, that's really cool. So is it just telling stories about growing up in Zimbabwe or is it like growing up in like wherever people are from in Africa? So the podcast that I'm going to start next month, I'm going to start with Zimbabwe. Okay, cool. Right. So the the brand is African Astronauts and I've done that specifically because I don't want it to be about Zimbabwe only, but I can tell stories from my perspective, but it's going to grow into a continental brand. So uh, again, talking about, you know, your, your, I guess your minimum viable product, right? Your MVP, like where do you start? Like Facebook started at Harvard or whatever, and now it's a global entity. So it's kind of going, I'm starting from Zimbabwe because that's where I'm at and what I know. And then it's going to grow into going, oh my gosh, uh, someone from Rwanda is already in it that I've already, you know, filmed. So we've got a few people from different places and that's going to be the first sort of thing next week, I mean, next month that I'm going to start filming. So that's going to be yeah, basically what African Astronauts will be about. And also on the side of that, is my personal story, which is going to be its own sort of documentary series called The African Alchemist. Mm-hmm. And I That's think it's really, very really important dope. to tell my story because I'm like, hey, let's tell the story about this, you know, colored boy from Harare who was born into an interesting family at an interesting time and went to school in an interesting point of his, you know, country's progression and had to struggle with things like identity crisis and, you know, racial confusion and, um, you know, things like relationship psychology and like how I was terrible when it came to women and romance and and how I managed to deal with that and figure out what it was about and just watching my, my own brother go through the exact same thing. He's, he just turned 27 and it's fascinating. It's such a fascinating thing to see, wow, it's not just me. It's the way we grew up and these hangups we have. And so I think it's really powerful to just tell my story and say, this is who I am. And because and the reason why I'm saying this is because like we've seen with a lot of the you know people who are successful, people often say, "Oh, it was easy for them." And then you go, "Well, actually, go look look at their story." So I want to exactly. be able to say the Ryan Korea that people see, which I know because they tell me they they don't believe me when they're like, "Dude, what do you mean you have confidence issues?" That's cray cray, dude. Like when you're on stage, you are like on fire. You are just like, "Wow, you're you're something else," and like you're so confident and like the way you talk to people and you bring people together and. You're always surrounded by women at shows. What do you mean you have issues where you're just like two years celibate like a monk because you're just struggling with with that topic? And I'm like, yeah, they don't believe it because they don't see it. So I want to be able to say, no, listen, you may have an idea. Same thing as like meeting Zimbabwean Ryan. It happened just yesterday. I played a show and this German man was like, your name is Ryan? It's not very Zimbabwean. Like, why? What? He was confused. And I'm like, dude, come on. Like, even you as your name being German, like I, I, it's not very German, you know? Yeah. So, so I want to just be able to say, Hey, everyone's individual. And like, how about meeting the person in front of you and, and, and taking out the, the, the misconceptions, which happened very naturally. I mean, that's how people work. That's the psychology. So yeah, I think that African astronauts project is going to be a beast in terms of 
the breadth and the work to be done. And also, last thing to mention about that is I already have a series of interviews I've done for Women's Day with over 30 women in my life. So I asked women the same questions about how it is being a a woman in in modern day, you know, life. And what I I love about that project, it started with my mom, then went to my sister, then went to my aunties, then it went to cousins and it went to friends uh, and people who I've met who are Chinese, Russian, um, South American. So all these women are answering the same questions and it's fascinating to see just how the themes kind of come shine through because i wanted to help highlight to say listen this is a thing y'all because i know a lot of men may be like what thing what are you talking about like no dude the world is designed for you and your benefit so let's hear what the ladies are if they're all saying the same thing surely there's something there right there must be a smoking gun thank <laughs> you, know? you ryan i'm giving you claps i mean i don't need to give you claps but like <laughs> thank you ryan <laughs> thank you I'm so all i mean about like yeah feminism and women's empowerment that's my jam yeah, so that's African astronaut. It's a, it's a huge mall of excitement and activities, but it's all based around areas that I am passionate about, which is all to do with mental health, gender equality, racial equality, and all of this cultural misappropriation as well. That's absolutely amazing. It sounds revolutionary, and like it's so interesting that you talk about a pushback, but it's like these conversations that we we need to have where race and identity is just so, so complex. So we're saying that, you know, people who are black and Russian, yes, they're Russian, but we're saying that people who are white and African aren't African. And, you know, I get a lot of pushback from Zimbabweans and also black Americans because it was like, well, colonizers and this, and and it's just, you know, it's just so layered and complicated and all of this. There was a video I saw on Instagram, I can't remember which account it was, but it was like a dancing video. And then people, you know, said all this stuff about the girl who presents as white or, Mm -hmm. well, she is white. Let's say she's white in the Mm -hmm. video. And they're like, oh, she's appropriating our West African dances. She's this, 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 this. And then like, even I, for a split second, I was like, who is this white girl? And then Mm -hmm. I went down the rabbit hole of like, i found the tag, clicked her name, and she's Algerian. She's African. <laughs> and yep, she literally yep. has this like whole page of her dances with like her boyfriend who's from another like African country. And people like mm-hmm. in her messages and every single time she has to defend herself to say, yo, I'm also African. Like yep. my country's been um, influenced by Arabic culture and West African culture and this culture. And, right. and she's like, I'm African. And it's like, yo, we literally... We always forget like Algeria, Tunisia, Morocco, like that area, Mm -hmm. Northern Africa is Africa. We always forget this. But I also blame the media for this because then you have like platforms like CNN when they talk about the weather and they say Middle East, Egypt comes up, but it's like Egypt's in Africa. So it's like, of course, people get confused and then keep forgetting that North Africa is also Africa. Mm-hmm. These are conversations we need to have and and thank you for for wanting to have them and not being afraid for all the pushback that you're going to get. Absolutely. And guess what? My life is pushback. You know, grade 1, I had to Your sit existence. in grade 1 yeah. at at you know, at 6 years old and put my hand up because they were saying put your hand up if you're, you know, African or Caucasian and all that stuff. <clears throat> and I had to put my hand up to say I'm Asian because I was confused. And I asked my mom, I said, mom, what, what are we? And she said, we're colored. And I was like, there wasn't an option on the form. And then she was like, oh, what are the options? And then she said, oh, click Asian. And I was like, what? I didn't look, I don't look like the Pakistani guys or the Indian guys, right? So I already had that 
identity crisis where to go, no, guys, I am mixed. But because of the way you're asking to your system, I fit in the Asian box. Yes, I fit in the African box as well, but that would be not covering the Asian box. So I should put two boxes there. You know what I mean? So for me, because my existence has always been like, you're not Zimbabwean, you're not colored, you're not this, you're not that. Why are you playing classical music? Why are you playing white music? Because you're playing rock music. It's constantly happening. So there's a space I live in, which obviously means there are millions of people out there who live in that space with me. So of course, we've got to just be, again, like I said, be yourself. Go out and just be who you are. Because what I could have done is gone, and a lot of people do. I've, I've got a friend, Stuart Gutsy, awesome musician. He's in Vietnam, Zimbabwean. And I remember when we were young, uh, maybe early 20s, and he, he, he was also a rocker. He loves rock music. He's got an album that he's released recently. It's, you know, really good stuff. He's written a book. And he came to me back then. He was like, bro, I just want to tell you, I appreciate how you're just so confidently doing the music you love and being a rock musician because it gives me confidence to also rock myself because that's where that's who i am whereas a lot of people they don't want to be ousted so they'll say yeah yeah i i love hip-hop too yeah yeah sure and fit into the crowd right when they're secretly listening to enya at home <laughs> you know so i'm like do you because the world we live in right now even as as a consultant with all the work i do with artists and with creatives in the marketing and branding world it's so exciting because the main message i'm teaching all my clients is figure out who you are like really like what is your personal brand like if you're into this and you're into that or you're 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 straight or you're not straight or you're whatever embrace that and be who you are because you will find your tribe your vibe creates your tribe and be around the people who understand you and stop trying to please everybody because it's not going to work like a lot of artists do this they're like i'll be like so who are your people? What are you into music-wise? Everything. Everybody likes us. And like, nope, you're you're very lost <laughs> because what needs to happen is you need to figure out what are you? Are you soul? Are you R&B? Because if you're soul and R&B, then a death metal fan is probably not going to be into you. And that's okay. Be you and just build your little following, which could potentially grow into a worldwide following. True. But there are people in the world right now who don't know who Coldplay is and don't care. Oh my gosh, they're my favorite band. <laughs> they're my favorite band, they're too. my favorite band too. Awesome. Yes, Ryan. Right? Rock and on. And that's why I reference them because they're such and Chris Martin's also very, you know, with his Zimbabwean connection as well. And yes, everything, his right? mom is Zimbabwean. Right. So he's got that same thing. You, you watch him and he's, he's got that humility and it's like, yeah, we, we try our best. We're just having fun. And, you know, um, we try to please everybody. And I've just had to learn through therapy that you know, we've got to focus on our fans and not worry about the people outside of that. And and that we're trying to bring light into the world. And I'm like, yeah, that's my vibe too. So it doesn't matter how big you you, you get, you're still going to get people who just go, no, nope, not into that. And that's okay. Do you. Today is a great day to start your own podcast. Whether you have a message you want to share with the world or you think, ooh, it could be fun to have my own talk show like one guy. Getting started is easier than ever. Here at Zim Excellence, we use Buzzsprout, which is hands down the easiest, most affordable, and best way to launch, promote, and track your podcast. Start for free and list your show on directories like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more within minutes. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners, and the team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping and teaching you to succeed. Just check out their YouTube videos. They are filled with tons of information. 
So join over a hundred thousand podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. Sign up today using the link in the show notes, or go to wongai dot com forward slash podcast creation, and you'll get a twenty dollar credit if you sign up for a paid plan. It also helps support the show. So go ahead, sign up for Buzzsprout, and keep me posted on your new podcast. Now back to the show. Amazing. I have two questions before our lightning round. First cool. one: What is your biggest hope for the African and Zimbabwean arts industry? That would tie into a similar thing of of that just cohesion. Like it would be amazing to to build some kind of brilliant community and system where someone can be at high school and be like, "Oh my gosh, I want to be a scriptwriter or I want to be an actor," and they've got a system they can totally go and walk into and go, "Okay, I know what to do. I've got mentorship and there's funding, and I know how to get to the end goal, and I've got a scholarship that I can apply for to go to Hollywood, whatever it may be. I would love to see that. And then also, I think that it would help us a lot to. And I think it's already happening, but to be able to just change the narrative, like you were saying, to kind of go, you know what? In order to become successful and to get to where you want to get to, the ways that we think are outdated. It's just not how it works anymore. It's a very different formula that you've got to, you know, basically employ. So I would love to have the African approach and and the knowledge on the streets be updated, and that's really important because. I'm in Europe, and my clients are all over the world. And even my European and Western clients are also clueless; they don't know. The entertainment and arts industry has changed. So I will yeah. right now drop some knowledge on that, and like hopefully it'll help anyone who's listening to say, "I'm giving you, I'm saving you years right now." In the next few sentences, and that is the way the world works right now. Whether you want to be a Jay Z, whether you want to be、um, an actress or an actor, whatever it may be. What should be happening is you should, which you've kind of picked up on if you've been listening, you should do it. Be who you are. Get good at what you want to get good at, and learn how to get there. So the sentence I'm going to give you is this: Phone the destination and ask for directions. Because the map is really outdated, and everyone's running around in circles, getting nowhere most of the time. So the way that map looks is: Do you? Honing in your craft and start building a following or start building a community, and we've got we've seen it. Like you talked about the the Algerian girl, she's online. She's probably doing very well and has got lots of followers because she's、yeah. doing her, and that's how she's going to end up dancing in a Justin Timberlake video because she's out there. She's not trying to get a manager and move to, or do the old school thing of like I've got to dance for ten years and then maybe I'll be good enough or I'll make the connections, or I'll get spotted. Like. No, be strategic. Be the CEO of your business and learn the business side, which is basically what I teach my clients. So it's like learn how to present yourself in the best way possible that anyone who doesn't know who you are within a few clicks will get your vibe and go like, "Oh my gosh, I love this person and I want to get to know them." And in fact, I'm going to reshare. You know, look at them, Viola Davis, a good example. If you just hit the right thing at the right time, she's gonna she's gonna reshare your stuff. She'll be like, "This is dope. Yes, Check out this yes, person." Yes, and yes. the next thing you're in front of her followers. That's the world we live in. Yeah.、Uh, part two: Are there any resources, whether they're books, podcasts, websites, classes, whatever, that you would recommend people should check out, keep them inspired, or keep them going? Absolutely. So that that's a really good question. There are、um, a few, depending again on 
on who you are and what you're doing. So coming from the musician's background, what I would recommend is as a musician, if you're not doing it already, go and follow CD Baby. Most musicians know who they are because they are a, a distributor and they get your music onto Spotify. But CD Baby are an independent company that really thrive on empowering the independent artists. So they've got a plethora of amazing information that you can learn all the stuff I'm talking about. They'll be like, hey, this is how you can get onto Spotify playlists. Hey, this is how you can do this. Hey, and it's not a guess, guess. It's like, dude, do this. <laughs> mm-hmm. If you're not doing this, then you're, 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 you're not being serious, right? So check out CD Baby. Another one is Ari Herstand, who is in the US as well. And he's a musician too, but he's got a huge... In fact, I think he is the leading author in terms of music business success right now. So get his books, H-E-R-S-T-A-N-D, Ari Herstand, A-R-I. So check him out as well. So from a music perspective, I think those are two very important channels. There's quite a few. And I mean, if you want, I can actually send you a list and we can like literally have a resource page of people who can just kind of dive into stuff because uh, there's a lot of good stuff out there. I mean, if you have the time, that would be awesome. And then I'll just put the resource page link on the show yeah. notes. Okay, lightning round. First question, what's your zodiac? I am Aquarius. There we go, Mr. Forward Thinker. Early bird or night owl? Oh, definitely night owl. I see the early birds because I'm going to bed when they're waking up. <laughs> I'm like, I don't even know what that is anymore because time zones. I'm just catching whatever time zone I need to catch yeah. on that day or like within that hour. Uh, what is the last song you listened to? Ooh, I'm going to say it was an album, actually. And it's from one of my favorite singer-songwriters. His name is Andrew Bell with a B-E-L-L-E. He's incredible. He's like, if you like Coldplay, this is your guy. Because he's basically like a singer-songwriter Coldplay. And he's a beautiful songwriter and his voice. And I, I love his stuff. Like his last two albums were my most listened to albums each year they came out. So that's who I've been spinning because he, he dropped his album literally on Friday. Brand new album just came out. Last book you read. Right now, I am. it's a double whammy, actually. It's a two-in-one. So Mark Manson, of course, people know who he is. A lot of people know his writing. It's very unique, unfiltered writing. And the first book is called The Subtle Art of Not Giving a F. Oh, yes. Yes, 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 that yes. Guy. That book has been on like the top charts of Amazon New York Times for like a, a good couple of years now, maybe yeah, five. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So because he used to have maybe he still does, I guess he still does. He used to have a blog I used to really enjoy because I used to read at that point. That's what it was. The subtle, the subtle art of not giving an, an F was a blog yeah. post on his website. And so that went around for a long time. And I loved his writing in other ways. So I just for some reason recently went, you know what, I'm going to go and get the book because I was written an entire book. But then I tacked another book on top of it, which is a book he's written called. I think the title is. Everything is effed. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. <laughs> or everything in the world is effed. Again, coming from, it's all self-development, but he's just really good at being able to say, hey, again, the same thing, like choose your battle. Like you're alive and be passionate about something. That's the whole point and that's the whole reason. It's like, don't be you know, whimsical about everything. It's like choose what you stand for and fight for that is basically what his message is. So yeah, I think he's dope. Amazing. Last TV show you binged on a streamer. Ooh. So like the last one. So my girlfriend and I, are, yeah, we're, we're, we're going through something. It's really old school. It's like from like 2010, but I love it. And so I'm kind of taking her through it now. And that is leverage. 
Oh, I yeah. I, I don't think I've ever, I've heard of it. And I remember when it was on TV, early 2000s, but I don't think I ever sat down and watched a whole TV show. I was a CSI girl back then. Right, yeah. So why I like Leverage is because it's got this light comedic sort of value to it. The, they're all these ex-cons and stuff, but they've turned good guys because they help people who are being bullied by all the big corporations, right? And then they go and they as they say, provide leverage and steal things back. <laughs> and, oh, that makes me think of hustle. <laughs> right? And, yeah. And so, and a bit of a, you know, almost like the A-team kind of vibe, but just without, um, actually not even without, there are some scenes where they go and literally steal a country because the bad guy has gone and extradited himself to a country. And so they go and literally rig the election so that the bad guy loses his power o- over the election. It's really cool. I love it. It's lighthearted. And that's what I love for me for relaxation. I want something that's not going to be heavy hitting and too violent. So, and the the hitter or the 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 the, the, the body guy, the, uh, the muscle in this TV show hates guns. So that's kind of, to give you an idea, right? He's like, he's just, badass who just disarms everybody and like you know <laughs> just go stop shooting guns <laughs> that's super fun if you could have any superpower what would it be superpower would be and you did the yoda gonna, voice just now You're like, hmm, i'm just gonna have to say yes exactly. it's like <laughs> power super hmm possible so i would say flying because that's from when i was young i mean it's weird because ever since i was able to speak and think and whatever till i left school i was going to be a pilot i love flying so that's this weird thing of if i was a superhero i guess that's definitely the thing i would I'm like man i do it all the time now i'm like man if i could just leave the ground right now and just literally whiz across the island to the north and just fly there i'd be there in like three minutes that would be amazing <laughs> do you have a favorite country that you've played a gig in Is i've got favorite in? countries because no, uh, Spain wouldn't be it, unfortunately, because I live on an island in Ibiza and I moved here not because of the gigging, it's because of the lifestyle. I basically live in Nyanga. That's where it's just the vibe I'm in. I'm in the countryside, that. in the hills. It's like Eastern Highlands, Zimbabwe, where I live right now. So in terms of gigging, there isn't really a gigging scene as much here. Um, but yeah, I, I've loved playing, as I said, America. Absolutely love America. Um, I've really enjoyed Scandinavia. I've played there a lot. And... I know there's something Australia. I love Australia loves live music. Like they're really into their vibes. So I've enjoyed that. So I'm one of those guys. I'm kind of like, there's a whole bunch. Like it's not like a winning formula. It's like there's a few countries that just have vibe. But America is it's very, you know, when you get that thing where a lot of people say Beyonce said it, Rihanna said it, they're like you're in London at Wembley or whatever, and you're like, come on, London, give me some vibe. It's hard. Because <laughs> like, are they alive yeah. out there? But in America, they're like, yeah, come on. <laughs> yeah. And they're yeah, like Jason Mraz, who's one of my favorites. He loves nice. San Diego. He's like, that's nice. my favorite place to perform. Yeah. Favorite Zimbabwean musician. Oh, that's going to be. Okay. So I want to I rethink about this because, you know, because you also start to span eras and go like, okay, is it someone from like before? Is it someone now that I know that, you know, the people should really be into? So it's okay. We can pass. I'm finding, it, I'm, I'm finding it really yeah hard to kind of come onto one person. If anything, again, I'm quite happy to do that. I'd love to write a list of Zimbabwe musicians that people should totally <laughs> check out. And in fact, in fact, let's do that. I have already got a Spotify playlist of Zimbabwean musicians that people should check out, like Shingai, like a few other people, you know, who are. Tell me Shinguzo is on the list, please. She has. To she's amazing. I am. In fact, I love her. Okay. If she's listening, she's totally like 
in my DMs in terms of Spotify. Spotify release radar every week, she's in there because obviously I'm, Spotify I'm knows send this to that her. I like her. <laughs> Spotify yeah, knows that I like her, but she's releasing stuff that's so culturally appropriate and epic in the sense of the breath. I love what she's doing, and actually, you know, that came up just now as as a possibility for the people I could have said, but like. I'd rather, yeah, I'd love to put like a playlist and say, check out these people because there's this great stuff going on out there that Zimbabweans should be listening to or anyone, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, favorite Zimbabwean childhood snack. We all have one. At break time when you went to tuck shop. Do you know, I'm going to have to say for now, Resets. chicken I'm joking. Fingers. Chicken flakes. Awesome. <laughs> there's another whole list, but uh, that'll, that'll be the, the, the big one. If I was going to go back now and say, what do I want? It's going to be that. Okay, time for a controversial question. Mazoi orange versus mazoi green. I know a lot of people are like, Eesh, what? But for me, 100%. I'm, I'm cream soda all the way. Green. <laughs> green, green, green. Yeah, yeah. That, like, for me, it's easy. Oranges are just not my thing. Sweet. Which I, I will add to that very quickly. I recently did a blood type, blood type diet. And fascinating, you, you basically put your blood type diet into this app and it tells you which foods are basically good for you, a.k.a medicine and foods yes. that are kind of poisoning your body or not helping and oranges is on my red list which oh. which totally makes sense i've never been into it it was so interesting so many foods that i love were on my green list of like oh see my body knows what it wants and then the things that i'm like mm, not feeling that it was like yeah that's not good for you so it's probably like sense. inflammatory for your body yeah 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 stuff like that yeah totally so funny enough uh, the orange was never going to win even if i wanted to <laughs> Okay, the next one is a power statement. It begins, I am Zim Excellence because blank, and fill out the blank. I am Zim Excellence because every single day, no matter where I am in the world and whoever I'm talking to, I always show up as a Zimbabwean. Amazing. If you could nominate someone for the award of Zim Excellence, who would it be? Ooh, these questions are like hectic. You know, yes, all of these questions I, I stress that people me, out. Anxiety. <laughs> You know, all of them that you asked me, I literally end up going, okay, so how long is on my list? <laughs> how many people can I say? <laughs> it's this lightning round. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, no okay, crush. okay, okay. Zim. Who's the first I'm... person I came to mind? Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Lucien Msamati. Ani? Lucien Msamati. Lucien Msamati. Yeah, he is, he is an actor based in London. And Dope. he is from the same uh, group of thespians as Chipo Chung and, mm. and, and, and Danai. They're all from, they, they were rocking my world as, as, a, as a teenager. They were at Prince Edward and they were just putting on amazing shows. Like the girls would come and rehearse and they did Haifa and they did, they toured internationally. And, and Lucien has just got this thing about him. He's a talent. And actually you may have seen him because he is, uh, alongside Jill Scott in the number one ladies detective agency. He's the mechanic. Uh, okay. And he's currently in Gangs of London as well. And a few other things that he's done on his um, you know, resume. There's a long list there. But I find that for him, and that's what I'm talking to you about, like, you know, from from, from a Zimbabwean slash back, I think Tanzanian background, like he's just out there crushing it and doing his thing. And that's what his focus is. So it's not necessarily someone who's got a big PR campaign or going out and saying who he is, but he's got this gravitas about him and this like power on, on, on screen, you know, and on stage. And he, he was also Iago in, um, yeah. In the Royal Shakespeare, they did it up in Stratford, I believe. And he was, he was the first black Iago, you know, to do that. And also, 
um, Amadeus. He was on stage doing that. So he's like between the theater and he's just incredible. Like definitely check him out. He's got amazing, amazing energy. Lucien Musumati, you've officially been nominated for the Award of Zim Excellence by Ryan Correa. And who would you nominate to come on the show? It's a trap. <laughs> Again, how long is the list? <laughs> well, it's funny because obviously very, very makes sense. Like now that we're talking, of course, Lucien would be someone I would nominate because it makes sense. We're just talking about him. And as as the person who I would be like, hey, the Excellence Award goes to. <laughs> so it's yes. natural for that point of view. So I would say him. Yeah. Dope. Well, Ryan, thank you so much for all of your passion, your insight, your musings and perspective on life, your energy. You've got like really great energy. It's interesting. You have like, like um energizer bunny aries energy so it's like surprising that to me you're an aquarius it's probably somewhere in your chart anyway as we wrap up i would love it if you could share a message with our listeners as well as letting them know where they can continue to follow your journey you don't necessarily have to spell anything out because it will be in the show notes but let us know if there's a website instagram or twitter totally um i would recommend following my personal account which is ryan korea on all of the above so i'm on instagram i'm on twitter facebook and the website is ryan and that's where you can sort of see what i'm up to and then all my various projects obviously are linked in there as well amazing and then people can always check out the swag you have going on at zimex site as well absolutely i'm, I'm so excited about zimex site yeah that's going to be really cool Sweet. Oh, and the message that you want to share with the listeners. Final words. Final words for me is, I honestly believe that we're living in an incredible time right now and it's never been as better um, as it is now. And so it's almost like that thing that goes around where people say, you've got two wolves fighting inside of you. One is a wolf of darkness and fear and, you know, all the bad things you can think about and another wolf is a wolf of love and light and my advice to you is feed the wolf with light because that's the one that wins it's the one you feed amazing thank you so much ryan thank y'all so much for coming to the party majita tatenda siabonga nah for real thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of zim excellence if you found value from this episode please share it with a friend and go ahead and subscribe rate and review If you send me a screenshot of your review, I'll make sure to give you a shout out on future episodes. Feel free to tag us on Instagram at Zim Excellence Podcast. And if you identify as Zimbabwean, I want to hear your story. So go ahead and email ZimExcellencePodcast at gmail.com. Till then, have the best week and stay Zim Excellent.